Look at the Boga Honey Podcast. That's why I, I tried not to have camps on my bow. I don't have to deal with slippage or anything Shut like up. that. You just put a new string on there, you're fine. What is Boga? But seriously, that's the dumbest thing ever. It, it go, I am all about Just strap it to your pack. Really appreciate the fact that you're from Michigan and not Georgia. You don't want to be the next Mark Kenyon. No. I'm a shit show. <laughs> that's, that spot's taken. You can see how pathetic Jared's face is right now. <laughs> because that's how it looked. It was just like, is this good enough? Before we begin today's episode, we're going to quick thank some of the companies that helped make this show possible. Not sure if you guys have heard, but HuntWise has come out with what it calls HuntCast 2.0. Recently, they partnered with Jeff Sturgis, who has decades worth of data, and they've taken that data to compile a prediction as to when you should be out in the woods. So they they rank it on a scale of 0 to 100%, or the way we prefer it is deer. So when it's a five-deer day, you better be in the woods. So check it out, become an elite member, and learn how to maximize your time in the field, because really, you can't put a price on a good hunt. Tree saddles. We've all heard of them, and we love using them. Why? They're lightweight, they're easy to use, and if you use the right company, you can have everything you ever need for saddle hunting. In walks Trophy Line. <laughs> Trophy Line <laughs> just came out with a platform this year called the Mission Platform, and they came out with sticks to go with it. So why else would you want to use another company? Go to TrophyLine.com, use the promo code BOGA, Hunting TL20. <laughs> Worst code ever. <laughs> <laughs> Longest code ever. But do it because you get a good discount. You get 20% and it's off. good stuff. Trophyline.com. A lot of people ask us why we partnered with First Light. And it's because they have amazing systems, and the base of all those systems is around merino wool. Merino wool is great because it keeps you warm when it's cold out and cold when it's warm out because it pulls moisture away from your body. And best of all, it doesn't stink. No so stink. So if you're looking for a, a great new system, can't recommend them highly enough, firstlight.com. We all know that Vortex is the leader in optics, so we can't say enough good things about them. We love them. We use them in the field every time we're out there. But what most people don't know is their clothing line is just as good. There's a brand new fall line that's just come out. We've got a couple of pieces from that line, and they are freaking awesome. So if you want to save 20% on your next purchase, head over there and use the promo code BOGA20 at checkout for 20% off. All right, let's jump right in. Sweet. All right, welcome to another episode of the BOGA Hunting Podcast. Jared, you're welcome. Thank you. I didn't want to to introduce this time. We are uh, filming on location. In a basement. Uh, Finally a basement. Uh, due to some remodel. We could say we're, we're working on a new sound temple setup. Temple so, 2.0. Temple 2.0. So right now I'm in a rocking chair in a basement talking to Chris B. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. Um, so I, I'm excited to talk to you about you know the shooting and everything you do, uh, but I'm really most excited because... Jared needs you really bad. <laughs> no one even goes there. Uh, For shooting? Y- yeah. So <laughs> he does. He is, sh- uh, you know, the kids would say that he's shook, but in reality, he he has such a bad case of target panic. He it's can false. he can hardly oh. get the target. It's false. I've been I've been watching him, and he. I mean, you, but he is. It's high, isn't it? Where you you hold high. 
Ex- you know what? Why don't you explain? Yeah. I just recently switched from a thumb release back to an index release. Yeah. And it was just giving me the yips for like a couple shots. And he thinks that I'm all shook from the experience, which I'm not. Because <laughs> I've gone back to thumb release and shot fine. Here's my, here's my, um, what I think. Uh, you switched to a thumb release and because this is what happened to me i would switch to a different style of release when i had target yeah and every for a little while after i would switch i feel like it would be kind of new to me and i wouldn't have target panic but then once i got used to it again i would start punching again i would i would always hold high yep yeah is that true is that how that kind of works yeah so target panic is something that every everyone everyone has it target panic is something that everyone has and uh it just depends on what level that they have it at like you can you can have a super super mild target panic uh that only pops up every now and again like maybe once a year twice a year every other year or right away when you first start shooting and then nothing ever pops up again right um but everyone experiences some form of it um and everyone tries to fix it in their own ways. So like you already kind of mentioned, the famous the famous one is just try a different piece of equipment, try a different release. And for a second, it distracts your brain from actually shooting because you're just focusing on that piece of equipment. So all target panic is, is you're afraid to hit what you're aiming at. You're afraid, you're afraid to actually try to hit what you're trying to, trying to hit. You're you know, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's a hundred percent a scare thing, and like this goes, this goes really deep, and like this is, this is like just a giant wormhole. Yeah. Um, but in a nutshell, you're scared to hit what you're trying to hit. Why? So. What drives your fear, dude? You know what? All- yeah, seriously, this is this is a huge psychological deal. You're messed I'm up, gonna dude. put this whole conversation in a nutshell and just toss it away. How, the why, only, why, why? The only reason you brought this up. Yeah. Is because you had target panic so bad. Yeah, I didn't have it so bad. That you went an entire round of shooting at a 3D course and almost missed, I would say, 50% of the targets oh, yeah. you were off. At, I, at my worst, and dude, I wanted to, I, I got so frustrated. I kept, I'm like, no, man. I, I can't, for some reason, I could <laughs> not keep make my pin go low, and I just kept sending it. Yeah. And it would do the thing where it would skip off the back, and it's just like... It drives you crazy, yep. and you're looking at me like you what didn't the believe heck, it, dude. Yeah, I was. Oh, it drove me, and it drove me nuts. <laughs> drove me. Nuts. <laughs> you had a bad time, but yeah. he just wants to bring it back up so that he feel he doesn't feel left out anymore. No, I want to say I. For, well, I want to bring it up because you didn't believe it at first. You're like, you kind of thought the whole thing was BS, which you know, a little bit. Get woke, you know. Read a book sometimes. <laughs> uh, read a comic book or something. And uh, second, you know what actually helped me. Um, the clicker on my recurve, the clicker mm. is a, I don't know, a, a psycho trigger or maybe is that, I, if that's the right word, but I don't even think about drawing. I just look and I, once I hear a click, I let go. seems to work. Yeah. Yeah. Target panic is all just psychological. I mean, there's no, there's no piece of, there's no piece of equipment that fixes it. Um, it's all about fixing your mind. Um, so there, there's various there's various different ways you fix it, but it, it all comes from very diligent practice. 
um, and not necessarily practicing at a target. Like yeah. you can't, you have, you have to very strictly change uh, your practice routines to cure it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I mean, there's various, various ways. There's no real one way. Um, but yeah, you, you can't ignore it. If yeah. you ignore it, you're, you're going to hate shooting a bow and you're going to quit. Yeah. You, uh, you, you know, deal with it a lot. Um, I've dealt with it before and fixed it. Um, I sometimes experience what's called competition induced target panic. Ooh. Um, next level. That sounds fancy. So it, it's very, very minor, but when I, sh- cause I shoot competition archery when I'm in a tournament situation and it happens a lot, uh, with indoor stuff. So 20 yards, we're trying to hit like something very, very small and it's just repetitive. You do the same thing over and over again. And in a perfect world, like when everything's right, you should be able to hit it every single time. Right. Um, but it psychs you out. Your, your mind gets, your mind gets ahead of your body and, and you start, you start like an anxiety and you try to like take over your body yeah. and you just start either aiming low or aiming high and you just can't, you can't break through that process and like aiming low like that much, you know, but yeah, that's, how that's all it takes. I, I was that high only that much. That's fair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but I, and then, and then as soon as the tournament's over, as soon as the last arrow's done shooting, it's gone. Like you can't even try to fix it. Yeah. So it's like it, you're scared. In that case, you're you're scared of hitting it, but you're scared to hit it because you know you'll win, type mm-hmm. thing. You know, so it's it's got like a, a deeper, a, a second level or wow. third level deeper into that. Scared to win. Scared. So you, what are you? Are you scared of killing something? Um, I think it was from when I was in traditional archery. When I was still doing traditional archery. I was out practicing in the backyard, and I just barely skimmed the top of the target, and an arrow went deep into the neighbor's yeah. yard. And it's like a neighborhood, so I'm like, there's, yeah. kids, there's like kids playing back there, and I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> then I couldn't yeah. find the arrow, and I'm like, oh my gosh! So then once I switched those releases again, did it again, shot it to the side of the target, and that sucker was gone. Yeah. And there's like a truck back there, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm just a little nervous shooting around the neighborhood, I guess. So. You know, I that's yeah. fair. I um, I don't know if I told the story. I was at my brother-in-law's house, and I was messing with the um, what was the release I had? Like a, I think a Carter Chocolate Light. I think it was what it was called. And I was messing mm-hmm. with like the sensitivity of it, and I kind of went. I was I wanted it real, real sensitive, and I did kind of one of these, and that's all it had. She gone. And she gone. <laughs> like it sent up, and I like. <laughs> I just ran inside. This was years and years ago. And like waiting for like screaming or ambulance yep. or anything like that. Nothing. I don't know if it's stuck on somebody's house in their yard. <laughs> it was horrible. Wow. Uh, it's fair game. That's why, you know, Boga, the Boga Hunting Podcast are advocates of shooting safety. Hmm. Right? We're a pro <laughs> archery safety podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, t- we learn the hard way. Um, the real reason I wanted to have you on, you're a well-known tournament archer and you're probably the first person we've had on that shoots tournament stuff regularly. I mean, we're mostly talking to guys that hunt, which obviously you do a lot of hunting and did pretty well this year. Uh, yeah. Um, but I want to start. Yeah. yeah, you should see the <laughs> bucket. No, no, no. I was just a guy was agreeing with the. It's big. Yeah, yeah no. it's a it's a a big. Well, actually, where'd you shoot that big old buck? Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Promised Kansas land. Monarch right there. 
It's right here. You have to you know, see it. It's freaking huge. Yeah, it's freaking giant. Good you love to see that. Holy crap. Did you get a score yeah. yet? Uh, I put a tape on him at 187. Sounds about right. Um, <laughs> nice, nice buck. I was, I figured I'm right around like 180. Like, I don't know. It's so stupid. Like, I hate score. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't really justify that as like being a shooter or not. But when it happens, it's, you know, nice. But it's a good, I it's figured, a good, like, it's like if I'm talking to you and I can't see it, and you say I shot a hundred or hundred eighty class deer, at least I know the category in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It helps me put a mental picture together. Like, dang. Yeah, yeah. You but know. I mean, like, there's, there's, I mean, guys that will pass a five year old deer that's a junk eight point. Right. You know. And I, I definitely. You're not, not talking to those guys. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're not you're, talking to those. Yeah. <laughs> you're in good I company. Shoot a, but... I shoot a recurve, so uh, yeah. There's there's yeah. A, a different standard uh, for guys. <laughs> Have like you me. seen our logo? Yeah, see these forking yeah. horns. Fork. Uh, that's what we call a forker. You yes, know, you're sir. from Michigan. You know, that's uh, yeah. that's a lot of what we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. Michigan is just next level. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that was crazy. Uh, but really, but back to the thing. So tournament archery. Um. You yeah. shoot for team math. What is it? What's your, like, explain your situation. Explain yeah. who you are, what you do. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I have shot archery since I was like six years old. I'm 23 now. Uh, so I've been shooting bow a very, very long time with like no break, no break in between. It's been like nonstop year round. Um, and right around when I was 16 years old, I went pro, which going pro means nothing. Like you literally you buy this pro certificate card for $50 and it, it qualifies you as being pro. I'm going, like, pro, I'm going pro tomorrow. Pro. I got, I got, I'm going pro tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. You could like, no, you got target yeah. pants. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> yeah. the, the, the... Anyways, that's another story, but um, yeah. So I 16 years old, I, I started shooting in the professional division. So pretty much every tournament I shot in the professional division. Um, so from then on, I've just been shooting and um trying to grind it out i had a lot of success in my youth division years uh, i won a lot of stuff um went all over the world into china south africa taipei oh wow um shot in college went overseas for shooting in college where'd you go to college uh, I, michigan state Had a boy you're in wow, great you company are, right now go friends. green let's <laughs> go white and uh yeah so did all that shot collegiate for the team there um, which was the shooting collegiate. It was great, but it wasn't, it wasn't my main thing. I, I did it because I, I went there. It was definitely like the professional, right. the professional thing. I, I would have done it regardless. Um, uh, but yeah, so I do that. And I, I originated from that. I've always hunted. My dad's a big bow hunter. Um, so when I was 10 years old, I shot a six point with a bow. That was my first deer ever. Yep. And I've shot a deer with a bow ever since. Um, so I've, I've always, my roots are hunting uh but right along with that is tournament archery um and i kind of got sponsors or whatever you want to call it um in the archery space and then when i started hunting and filming that kind of um overlapped into that and Mm kind of created created what's what's today or whatever what's today Um, though you know you're wearing the hat explain uh explain that yeah uh yeah uh it's really funny how it all happened uh 
didn't really plan on doing anything. I just, I really enjoyed filming and making videos just on my own time and whatever. Um, and started making some videos for fun and posting it and I got some attention. And actually one of my, one of my archery friends, uh, just commented on how we were making them or whatever. And he's like, you're just being like super real in the videos. Like, it's just, you guys are being fun and whatever. And he's like, my name's last name's B. So it's like, you're being real. Mm, and we were like laughing bang. at it. And we're like, yeah. we're like, oh yeah. It's like, yeah, be real. And, uh, so we kind of stuck with that. And just as you know, we kept making videos and doing stuff. It just kind of, it kind of fit. So made a, a brand around it, I guess, and put a name to it and it's be real. And now, you know, now it stands for much more than, than just doing it for fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got, um, goals and a mission and it's a, it's a full, it's a full business. I mean, it's my full-time, full-time deal. Um, so yeah, it's been super, super weird how it all that's, happened. That's, that's cool. That's no, pretty it's cool. cool. Um, going back to your, your tournament, your, your shooting, um, are you yeah. like for people and you know, I'm, I don't do any, I've never done a turn tournament, never really followed it. Don't know much about it. Um, are you a yeah. 3D shooter? Are you indoors? What's your thing? Uh, so I do I do everything. Uh, I do indoor, 3D, field, um, USA Archery Outdoor. So I'm kind of like, I do it all. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not like winning. I'm not, you know, top three all the time. But I'm, I'm always middle to bottom of pack of the top 20. Okay. So I do it. I do it because uh, I really enjoy it and I love traveling and that's my deal. Yeah. Um, but I'm not, I'm not making money per se on a professional circuit sure. level like some of these other guys. Um, just, you know, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to pull, you know, someone I'm not. But anyways, I do the professional thing uh, because I love it and that's, that's who I am. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. no that's but, that's interesting yeah. um there's a lot that goes into that too dude like like, like yeah yeah when people don't know people people assume like i don't know archery's so weird like there's not there's not you get you got to be in the top top to right. be a full-time there are very very few full-time people that shoot bow only you know people you, look at is, like do you say? Do you? Say, I think you said that before. When you shoot your bow, do you call it shoot bow? You don't say shoot bows. Is that <laughs> so, a thing? Like, do we know? Yeah, is well, that how we should talk? Are now? we wrong? It's it's kind of like it's kind of an inside joke. We like, it's like playing on words, making fun of it. Like we're shooting our bow, shoot yeah. bow. You know, instead of archery. Hey, I mean, just, let's shoot some bow later. I like that. I'm I'm still yeah. on that. It's my buddy okay. from Wisconsin. He's kind of got the Wisconsin. You know. Yeah accent going on there let's go shoot some bowl hey there hey there hi there hey there hey some lining kugel yeah yeah yeah, exactly so i kind of i just kind of stuck and that's kind of it's just it's funny i like it it's not prop it's not proper but it it goes it can be no no like i was was saying too like there's a lot of stuff that goes into like 3d archery like when we were setting up that bow shoot Mm -hmm. well was that a couple Mm -hmm. years ago we're sending out all this information, everybody. <laughs> and also, I'm getting flooded with, well, what's the scoring system? How many targets are we doing? Is oh, it the yeah. range finders? Is it is this? I'm like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What's an IBO? Yeah. There's, <laughs> yeah. There's probably 
five or six or seven different archery organizations yeah. that all have their own circuit of shoots. So you have, you have each one has their own set of rules, their own set of scoring systems. And it's just, it's a huge, I mean, you could shoot a tournament every single weekend and every single one could be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so it's, it gets in depth. Yeah. I just wanted to shoot some targets. And yeah. Shoot, you know, shoot. And you go to total archery if you just want to shoot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right uh, um, no, it was. It is interesting. It's a. It's a lot, and it's. It's a lot different. I mean, for for anybody who doesn't know, um, like your bow, your tournament tournament bow, and your hunting bow, are not the totally same, different. You know, totally different. Yeah. Um, for example, what's your draw weight tournament bow? Sixty, because 60. a lot of organizations have a max poundage. Okay, and you you do max, so you have better trajectory or. Yeah, you always set it up like at 59 pounds, you know, because right. you got a, a pound of leeway, 59 and a half, 59. Um, not all of them. So uh, organization called ASA, which is the 3D shoot, which Levi Morgan, that's like what he does and he masters. They don't go off of weight. They go off of speed of the arrow, um, okay. which essentially is like about the same. Like you could probably get 65 to 70 pounds um with a medium grained arrow yeah but for simplicity i always just set bows up at 60 pounds yeah do you hunt at 60 no i hunt i mean when i was shooting hoyt i my last hoyt was at 84 pounds and my vxrs and my my vxrs and v3s are now at um anywhere from 75 to 80 you got those young shoulders yeah man yeah, <laughs> Mine's uh, Jared, when Jared draws his ball, all you hear is no more guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. I like I like a heavy, I like a heavy arrow and oh, yeah. relatively heavy. Yeah, and uh, still get some good speed out of it. Yeah, and I can I can ha- I shoot all the time, so I can handle it. So yeah, yeah it's really mm-hmm. just how much you do. Like once you're shooting a lot, at least I never really I've never had any any issue with shoulders. Have you had any? I mean, there was probably one time it was like rolled back, but I actually watched one of Chris's videos and figured out how to. Yeah, do you have? To, yeah, you just got a, you got a video on how to pull a bow back, or yeah. like the three common and mistakes, that, or what was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that one, that video, that video blew up. A lot of people mm-hmm. see that. Um, but yeah, and and that that's where you have shoulder problems. So when you what's do it what's you yeah, what's the thing? What what did you do wrong? Like well, I can let Chris explain. It. Yeah, what was what is he <sighs> doing wrong? <laughs> I'm putting um, him on the spot now. <laughs> so I mean, a lot of people. It's just, it's just all. It's hard to do it, like unless they're actually watching the video. But a lot of people come down when they draw like this. Yeah. And you're supposed to like come down on it and set your shoulder. You always keep your shoulder low. Yeah. And when you draw down, your, your shoulders up high. They're doing like that. this. Yep. So. It's just, and, and it's more complicated than just that really, but, sure. um, you never want to, you want to use your muscles and your tendons correctly without ever having them like roll over each other or stress out. Yeah. Um, so if you do it correctly and it's just all about muscle strength then, you know, mm-hmm. Jared's pretty strong. Look at him. <laughs> not really more bloaty than big. Wait. Well, what's funny. I'm not, I'm not a big dude. Like I'm very like average whatever i don't work out a lot and uh i can pull the weight just because i shoot a lot and i do it correctly right so it's and, but then you got you know big dudes and they can't pull 70 you know it's just because they're doing it's repetitions right 
Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just different. It's, it's not, it's not a strength thing. It's, yeah. it's just a whatever. I think it's time for a break. Yeah. We were, we were getting long winded. Yep. It's time for a break. We're going to thank a couple of our, uh, couple more sponsors. Who doesn't love smoked meat? Jared? Communists. That's who doesn't <laughs> like smoked meat. If you're not a communist, check out Gorilla Grills. So whenever you go out to the field and you procure your own game, mm-hmm. you can bring it back and press your wife, your husband, your kids, your, your friends, fam- friends, your family, anybody with your smoked meat. Check out GorillaGrills.com for all your smoking needs. Everybody knows that arrows are the lifeblood of the hunting industry. If you're a bow hunter, your worth is measured in the amount and the quality of arrows that you have. If you have good arrows, and a lot of them, you are arrow rich. And everybody wants to be arrow rich. Everyone wants to be arrow rich. And one way of doing that, using vector arrows. Why? They are the best. They are tough. You can go to their website, enter all your bow specs in, and they'll spit out the exact arrows that you need. Check them out, vectorcustomshop.com. And be arrow rich. If you're looking for quality, handmade traditional archery equipment look no further than bivouac bow co jim and georgia actually we had them on the podcast episode 93 check it out hand make bows they have years of experience their machining is precise and their products are beautiful check them out at bivouacbowco.com and finally i want to introduce a new sponsor of the show wild pursuit wellness makes premium cbd products it's all natural broad spectrum CBD, meaning that there is less than 0.0% THC. It only has two ingredients, CBD and MCT coconut oil. It can be ingested or used topically on the skin to help with muscle soreness or joints. We we use it a lot after long hikes or, or sits out in the woods. It's grown and extracted right in the Rocky Mountains, and it's shipped directly to you anywhere in the United States. It's great CBD at an extremely low price, and it can be even lower if you use promo code BOGA for 20% off at checkout. Check them out, wildpursuitwellness.com. You, you, I mean, like, you showed us this giant buck. You talked about these tournaments. Like, in terms of, like, intensity in the moment, you know, yeah. what's a more intense moment, like, you know, mm. down to a, the final couple shots or big buck walking out in front of you? Um they're very different um the most intense moment i've had uh shooting competition was uh i don't know if you've heard of the vegas shoot Mm -hmm. okay so that's like that's the the biggest shoot of the year like that's what everyone tries to go to and it's the biggest purse like you win that if you win that and you're a matthew shooter with all the sponsor contingency and everything you're walking away with pretty close to six figures so everyone's everyone's trying to win that and so the way that format works is is they try to make it a spectator sport yep um so they try to make everyone go to a shoot off so there's let's say for easy numbers there's a thousand people that shoot in the pro division um if you shoot a perfect score which is out of 900 right around 15 to 20 people do it every year um so those people on the final day We'll go on a shoot off. So we're yeah. down, we're down in this big like horse it. arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty sick. You can watch videos on YouTube and stuff. Um, but it's just a pressure cooker. And, uh, I made that shoot off in 2016. <laughs> okay. Um, 
and that was intense. That was definitely the. Do they have announcers? Anyways, because I feel like I saw. Oh, yeah. I was watching one with announcers, but it was with traditional bows. Do they have? Tra- is it? Is that the same thing? That's Lank. That's Lancaster. Okay, yeah, it was so pretty that's, hilarious. That's the Lancaster Archery Supply has their own tournament. That's like a like a their own private tournament. They gotcha. only have one, uh, and that's their deal. So they, yeah, it's the traditional. If it, their statistics on their YouTube page, their traditional is way outnumbers the rest of the shoots. Okay, which is kind of all the other divisions. But that's probably why you watch that. Um, but Vegas, it's it's uh, it's similar to Lancaster Archer shoot, but it's just it's just a novelty shoot, and uh, that pressure when you're shooting you shoot in pressure a lot like yeah. even your first your first arrow of your scoring round there's pressure on it your last arrow of your scoring round there's pressure on it if you're in a shoot off match so we, we experience pressure a lot um so it's kind of a pressure that you can control to some extent yeah a freaking a freaking buck just gets you like <laughs> almost like an uncontrollable pressure because you oh, know yeah. you gotta make a good you gotta make a good shot but there's there's so much more going on than just shooting yeah it's just the fact like, that it shows up sometimes i'm just like like you know like, yeah. like my heartbeat mm. is so loud i know it can hear me yeah like i get i get shook up like i'll start shaking bad oh, oh, yeah. i don't i don't i don't really start shaking when you're shooting in a situation like your heart rate goes up and your adrenaline goes up but you don't quite get like like shaky mm-hmm. not till like after that, you know not until after yeah right after i shoot is when i shake yeah yeah oh sure. yeah bad shivers yeah yeah um so yeah they're they're no we lost you said yeah they're, yeah, yeah. It, they're the same they're just like different levels okay i guess yeah you know mm-hmm. different intensities yeah that's interesting so you uh you guess... go ahead yeah you you, you um you used this tournament. You launched your 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 personal brand and, and crispy and everything. Uh, or be real. Um, how's that going? Yeah. You know how how has that been? You're running your own business. You know you're 23 years yeah. old. Yeah. Like, is this what you expected to be doing with your life? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I uh, I kind of was a kid that like went to college having like no idea. Yeah. What to do? I kind of always knew I wanted to do my own thing. Um, but I never quite knew what it was. I was doing uh, when I was eight when i was still in high school i started doing uh some like social media work like within the industry mm-hmm. um so through college i i continued that and i was really thinking i would go down that route right um some sort of marketing firm some sort of something like that um and then i just i just kept growing my own stuff and making my video so it, it happened super organically it wasn't like yeah definitely wasn't like okay this year i'm going to do like this yeah it was just, I just did my thing and it, and it worked out. Um, so no, I was not planning on it. No, <laughs> planning on it worked out all. pretty well. Mm-hmm. Your videos are great. I mean, you taught Jared something. Uh, I watched Thanks. you shoot um, against Joe, Joe Griffin. Yeah. 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 Which, that was pretty impressive. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. That was fun. I did. I did. That was an idea I had in my head for a while. Yeah. Because uh, challenge, challenges are great and I like to do them. And I was like, what if we did a rifle? This was like a year prior to this. Yeah. I was like, what if we did a rifle versus and I just didn't know how to orchestrate that. Yeah. And then I went and did the that with the hunt wise guys and it was like perfect. It was like the day before I was like, We're doing it. Yeah. Like, this is we'll just make it work. I brought everything and then Was the pressure right there? there? I mean, that's like your video. I mean, you're the bow guy. Like was that yeah, nah. pressure? Uh, that, that was 
no that was very low pressure i mean maybe like a little bit like yeah but no that was joe was sweating joe you could was see that you could tell and hit just yeah. one little <laughs> went down well he had it in the bag you just had to hit the plate one more time right. <laughs> idiot but, yeah i mean joe <laughs> <laughs> uh, joe's joe's cool he's yeah. a good dude yeah he's a good dude yeah so um you got your buck uh what's your plan what, what are your hunting plans for this year what's you what do you got going on uh this year is a is gonna be very interesting um it's kind of like my first year I, last year I, I very much went all out just just all around but um definitely have more foundation this year to to grow um so i actually um have you, you guys know mitchell need yes oh yeah yeah i like so mitch. I, I do too yeah mitchell? mitch is gonna be mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's gonna be uh working full-time for me helping produce all my oh, stuff awesome yeah we, we, um, we had a beer we didn't give him a beer we though. tried bringing him in he didn't yeah. want any part of us no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we're trying to get into, what were we talking about having him do he got an internship wisconsin i thought yeah yeah he was uh, like iowa young. Iowa, yeah, Iowa. Went, that's what it was. Iowa. Yeah. yeah, no, he's a he's he a went good there kid. last summer. Yeah, no, Mitch is great, and uh, he's we worked on. I mean, he went on Western tour with me this year, and and I was like, all right, let's let's do something. Um, so yeah, that that's gonna be huge this year. Trying to expand that, and we got um, actually, I had a podcast a while ago, like two three years ago. Mm-hmm. You can actually, and uh, and I've been wanting to fire it back up. And now I think I think this year's the year to get it you know back up. <laughs> we uh, we support it. Mm-hmm. We support that idea. Yeah, I mean, I think the more the better. And the way, like, essentially, I'm a media company. You know, right. everything I do circles around media. So if you hit every every facet of that media company, audio, visual, you know, yeah, articles, whatever. So trying to flesh out the full. Um, you know all of all of those so um it's not that yeah hard, definitely man. have like you, you get to talk to great people you put a banner up in a basement <laughs> yeah it's just <laughs> it's, the schedule. Right it's 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 the it's the I'm, I'm glad mitch is here now we'll be able to be able to jam out on that sort of stuff mm-hmm. um, again question about mitch right and this is just for any guy with their photographer right you spend yeah. an inordinate amount of time with this guy right he's driving oh, mitch, yeah. yeah like you're driving hours you're sitting hours yeah. like you're together all the time and like just you and him and like that's yeah. it i mean after a while do you run out of things to talk about like oh yeah just, it's like yeah. hey man luckily hey. like i had um uh bryce seidel he filmed a lot of my stuff last year and we were good buddies before that uh so that worked out fine like yeah. we were buddies um and then mitch is mitch is great luckily i'm kind of a quiet guy um like privately or whatever and so is mitch so like we got along great you know just sit in each other's um, silence you enjoy that kind of no. no not not really but <laughs> it, it it works out great like definitely um you know like i work you know working together and that sort of asset traveling and every like 18 hour drives right yeah that's that's no fun regardless who see no. james has this <laughs> excessive amount of pent up words he just needs to get out so like he just needs to fill yeah. space <laughs> and it happens way too what, much what it's can like, i say dunk, 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 i, I got the gift of gab man you know, sometimes i just want you to shut up no i'm <laughs> trying to sit here you've never you've never hey. once thought that you can act <laughs> not that i've shared podcast, with until now but we all know when i yeah, talk that's great for it. that's great for podcast yeah. you gotta you gotta keep it keep it rolling he's 
I that's know, why he's the host. I'm I, just the co-host. I I know for a fact that most of the time when I'm next to you, you're wondering what I'm thinking, and so I'm trying to just fill you in. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking right, right. now. <laughs> if you were wondering, this is what's, what's going on. Everything he's thinking, uh, by the way. <laughs> hey, what's that? Hey, what do you think about you this? You and my that's wife can uh, start a uh, like a Team? self-help group or something Team? like some some place to go to unload emotional burdens. <laughs> we do already. All right. <laughs> Can you believe yeah. that guy? Hot, hotlines for that. Yeah, so you so you got big plans this year. You're taking Mitch around. You got where are you going? What are you hunting for this year? Um, so I'm actually toning it back. Um, I said this last year that I mean, two years ago I went to twelve different states. Okay. I think I had twelve different tags and Ooh. it was just like it was ridiculous. Um, so last year I think we went to nine or ten nine or 10 states. So I had like 10 ish tags. Um, this year I really want to be like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's a lot like traveling and everything. And we're going to try to focus on, focus on, um, those tags in those states, maybe a little bit more, sure. spend more a little time. bit more time. In yeah. Them. yeah. Because when you're bouncing around and, and you're going four or five days to everyone, it's really just luck you know? Yeah. And I don't do, I mean, I, I do an outfitter every now and again, but even with an outfitter, it's, it's almost, it's not worse, but oh, it's just, it's just a crap shoot. You know, it's yeah. like all dependent on the situation mm-hmm. and the weather yeah. and which, which hunting always is, but I love, like, I love working on my own stuff and like in Michigan at home and getting the farms ready and knowing what deer are there and all that stuff. Um, so obviously out West, you can't do that. Right. Mule deer, elk, elk hunting and stuff. Um, but for whitetails, I mean, that's half, that's more than half of the fun for me, you oh, know, yeah. figuring is, it out. is getting everything, yeah. figuring it out, getting everything ready. Um, so yeah, we'll see that's right now. Springtime's kind of the time to figure that out, you know, yeah. this next season, putting in for tags and seeing what you get. And, um, but yeah, we'll see um really i'm excited for summer i got hopefully yeah well um just expansion and videos and everything like that kind of the off season yeah i like that off season stuff um i mean really my content people people love and i love doing it but like the bow builds and content Mm. along those lines um and that's summer that's summer stuff um yeah i like those i like the bow build bow builds and stuff you do those are good videos and helpful too so you're you're focusing down your states a little bit. Uh, you're looking at you know doing some. You hunt in Michigan. Where are you at in Michigan? Um, not far from Lansing, just east of Lansing. Nice. Okay, not too far from east us. East of Lansing. Okay. Yeah. You guys are over Grand Rapids area. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I hunt uh, south of Lansing, east of Lansing. Yep kind of and then uh we have a lease up uh kind of by claire oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah we, yeah, claire. we got a cool, lease up there cool so i bounce i bounce all around in michigan you big trail camera guy um yeah but not insane yeah i'll do my i'll do my due diligence and figure it out but i'm not i'm not like crazy about it no you want like a hundred an acre or some stupid how, thing. how many do you throw out what's what's reasonable to you um, like the main farm is 200 acres and I'll have 10. Okay. 
That's so. fair. <clears throat> That's very fair. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do more trail Stamp. cameras this year. You got to have them first. I got to go get some. <laughs> you got to phone you up and go buy <laughs> I some. I know. Are you going um, no. cellular? No. I uh, I don't think so. You're not an animal? No, I just think that – I don't know. I don't know what I think. I just – I don't know that I'm I'm ready for a cellular. I, I think that I'd like to get away from that as much as possible, and I think it's – there's some – I don't know. I don't know that personal, I, I want that. Personal just, fight? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You? That's fair. Um, no, don't get me wrong. I like the, the sh- them shooting me photos. I, I just – I will do it just because of the drive away from the public and the land that I can hunt. Yeah. It's not something I can go and regularly check. True. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just me. I got a, I'm moving to a near a I know undisclosed are. piece of public land that I'm actually kind of excited about making kind of a, a project, picking apart. It's a large chunk and it's like kind of divide, like, you know, a little spotted everywhere. Um, so. Maybe I think that's why I'm planning on public land. So I'm going to get a bunch of cheap cameras, you know, something there straight Just cheap. throw them out. Yeah, just if they get stolen, <laughs> just leave the card. If anybody is listening yeah. to this podcast and finds one of my trail cameras, just, just leave, leave me the, the card. card. Take the camera. Because man. I've last year I got one stolen. Actually, it was the first one I'd ever had stolen, the Exodus camera I had. <sighs> that's right. And I just got it. <laughs> it was my first time putting it out. Yeah. Uh, and... It was gone, and I'm just like, if you, you just bring some tape with you next time, tape my little my thumb drive, whatever. To the, <laughs> yeah, just be a gentleman, about you know. It. And uh, well, let's you know, be honest, because I want to know. I want to at least know what came through. Have the camera, I, although that one that one was a bummer. That was an expensive one. Hey, it's the wild west out there, it man. It is sometimes, but it should be more of a gentleman's game. That's why you got to you know? tape the card to the tree. Yeah, when you leave, if you're a, th- a thief, do that. Um, it's all right. Well, Chris. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. You got anything else that we, we got to talk about? What else are we going to cover here? Tournament, his brand. Oh, you make some cool parts for both. Mm-hmm. You make some cool things. You want to explain some of the yeah. things that you put together? Um, yeah, so uh, Ultra View Archery, uh, like my best friend, started the company four years ago. Um, we belong for the ride, I guess, as it's grown to what it is. Uh, so with that we kind of partnered together on some brand uh branded products i guess yeah. so we came out with, with 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 my switch to matthews we came out with the new matthews grip um the bureau matthews grip so that was sweet i work alongside those guys a lot um and uh there's colby uh and then one of the engineers super young kid we all shoot archery so we're all like this community that grew up shooting archery together yeah and now we're all going on this endeavor to make some archery products. Um, so yeah, that's that's super awesome that that, that we can work on that. And uh, the grip's been like a huge success. It's it, we we kind of turned we turned everything that we wanted in a grip and just made made the perfect grip sure. essentially. Because Matthews Matthews always had an okay grip, but there was there with the focus grip there was tremendous improvement. No yeah. one really liked the focus grip. Um, and then the, the new grips, it was good, but there was definitely improvements and we just made improvements on it and how we wanted it. And so did the people. So it worked out, it worked out good. It's different than those Matthews, those big wooden, wooden ones they used to have. You know? Oh, the wood ones were, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all dependent on your shooting style and right. everything, but there's, there's a couple key things that you need. You need 
Um, first off, to feel good, then you need some rigidity. You need some texture on it. You need a shelf so you don't cut your finger off when you shoot yeah. broadheads and it keeps your finger in the same spot. And then we just did our, our couple little tweaks on it that we felt were needed. And, you know, that was, that was grit pretty much. Yeah. So we, we, and what's great about them is like, we worked on several, several different prototypes and I shot them and we all shot them and made exactly what we wanted. So yeah, it's cool mm -hmm. compared to, compared to a bigger company or something that maybe they got a direction that they know they're going in and ultraview we kind of just do what we want you just we go where you want where <laughs> you, you feel yeah. the need and mm -hmm. well that's a lot of yeah. times how you come out with those um pretty innovative things because you're not really driven by anything other than you know whatever yeah. you f really want to make you yeah. know yeah yeah we got actually uh something really really cool coming out this friday um mm -hmm. that we've been working on when is this going to get posted? When is this posted? Next week, I Next believe. Week? Or no, Thursday? Not this Thursday. Archery. Uh, is it this Thursday? Mm-hmm. It's going out this Thursday. Ah, Perfect. can't give it away. Uh, no, this is even, it's even better because <laughs> everybody who's listening, go and like monitor your Instagram and your other social yeah. media outlets closely for this product to come out. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's cool. It's actually it's it's uh it's been a culmination of the existence of Ultraview, kind of something a product we've been really working towards and envisioning. So it finally all came together and it's uh it's pretty sick. So for for the hunting world, um for like a a uh, we we always try to target the very serious bow hunter, the mm -hmm. very serious target hunter, you know, this isn't an entry level type thing. Uh, so, um, it works great for the serious bow hunter and the serious target archer. So now I know at the beginning of this podcast, you said a piece of equipment is not going to fix your target panic, but is this a piece of equipment that's going to fix Jared's target? Panic? <laughs> no, <it'll> probably make <laughs> it worse. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, unless it's some training device. Yeah. You can't, there's always the example that I always use is. You, you always see the the young kid joining archery, joining the club, and their dad wants everything for them to make them successful. Yeah. So they'll go they'll go buy the most expensive stuff. Yeah. You yeah. know, like like just deck them out completely, and that's probably the worst thing you could have done. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? My uh, when I got my first bow, I was told. I couldn't get, I couldn't have sights. <laughs> it was a old PSE uh, Nova, PSE mm. Nova. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, no sights. And I shot with a three finger tab. Uh, yep. And I was told, if you could just, like, just, I'm not getting you all these things. If, you, if you're, like, you know, I just shoot this. And, like, if it works, then you can keep doing it, you know? Yeah. So then I, it's saved, not even, go ahead. No, then I saved up. Side on there, <laughs> and then you know down the line i owned like 50 more different bows yeah, so over the course of a couple of years so uh but yeah. yeah that's uh i think you're right yeah and it's not it's i think you you understand and learn stuff better when you're not overwhelmed with all a bunch of equipment right the most important part is is understanding the fundamentals and understanding how to do it correctly and then and then you grow into it because when you have a Ferrari and you don't know how to drive one, is it cool? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's gas. so cool, like, and fancy. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it's – you don't know how to use it. Yep. You don't know how to use it properly. Like, you, you wouldn't – you wouldn't go street racing with it. You won't appreciate it for what it is. Clearly, you don't know who I am, though. Right. <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah, it's right. <laughs> no, it's like you, you don't, won't appreciate you a it. Car guy. Yeah, are you a car guy? No, but you know, if, I'll if say I'm, this: Jared only has owned a lot of cars. I have, man. Since I've known you, you've owned like two dozen I had, cars. Uh, since we're on the topic, I had uh, <laughs> an '85 Crown Vic. That thing, nice. great story of that. I would just regularly run into his car with my. We played. We went to high school together. <laughs> played soccer and stuff. So I'd practice. I just ram into the back of his car all the thing time. Thing was built like a tank. Yeah. Um, oh jeez. I had a '92 Geo Tracker that Smashed I got, that one that I got totaled in. Chevy truck just Dang. nailed me on the side. Um, yep. I had a '94 Ford Ecoline van. With the four captain's chairs. Shagging and the, wagon. Yep, TV yeah. in the center. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. We'd I, hide out in that in high school. We'd sneak out with dip. And we'd dip and because you were not allowed to do that. We'd put on a movie because you had a TV in there. And we would dip <laughs> at lunchtime. Like, really, we were really cool. We were the cool guys. Yeah. Yeah. We could dip in the parking lot. <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah. And no, then, like, I'm not a big car guy. But if you, someone gives me the keys to a Ferrari. You're going fast? I want to go fast. Right. I'm finding yeah, yeah, some yeah. street racers. Let's yeah. go, dude. Yeah. Got a chance right that, was a ba- that was a bad analogy. I liked it. No, it, oh, it worked. Like it. it makes sense. It makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a just a, a good thing for a kid just to learn, like, hey, you know, spend some time yeah. just getting used to the feel of a bow. The basics. Right. The with, basics. with the basics. The basics with the basics. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, uh, this is going out. And, and you're having this product release. So for like people who are listening who are hardcore hunters, which most of our listeners are uh, fairly into hunting, you could say bow hunting, um, <laughs> What like how can they find you? Uh, just search uh, Chris B in the YouTube. B-E. Probably the best way. B-E, just like the bumblebee. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, search them, check them out. Great videos, uh, good, uh, great social media stuff. We, we like following along, uh, doing some cool stuff here in Michigan. So, um, well, thanks for coming on, Chris, and uh, everybody. Yeah, give thanks, a follow. guys. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Boga Hunting Podcast. If you guys like what you hear and want to follow along on what we're currently up to, Hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on and follow us on Instagram at Volga Hunting. Join us next week and we'll see you then.